0: Welcome to the Digging Dexter Podcast with Victor. Victor. And, uh, Colton Duffy.
1: This is Victor, and now that he's done scooping out anterior insular cortexes with his melon baller, I am joined by my co-host, Colton. Colton, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. I should have said that before hello everybody <laughs> this episode obviously is a podcast but it is also on our youtube page at uh digging dexter we did not live stream this episode we're sort of testing things out testing the waters uh i think we're gonna try to live stream from here on out but we're just yes. trying some stuff experimenting uh as we said on last episode it's a lot to catch up with the chat and it's so funny it's just like it's that small little added feature just is like ah, you know.
0: that You'd be amazed. That one little thing, it's like everyday life, you're doing normal stuff and then you change up one little thing and it's like, well, god damn, I can barely <laughs> keep up with this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We are doing episode 802.
0: Every silver lining.
1: And to break up a little bit and something I try to do here and there, but I always forget about it. I try to get straight into the episode. I try to keep it as... Dexter-centric focused as I can, but I did realize now that I put timestamps. If people don't want to listen to this part, they can just fast forward right to the episode. So, me and Colton are going to play a little game of what I like to call three and only three, and that's okay. three questions and just a, a little bit background on us. And yep. If you don't like this part, you could feel free. Fast forward to the actual episode discussion. Otherwise, me and Colton are going to start three and only three. Okay. Um, this is something that you did on bootlegging of Boardwalk Empire podcast. I think you just had it more as what have you been watching? I'm going to go mm-hmm. ahead and name it the boob tube. So ah. what's been on your uh, it's been six, seven months since we last spoke to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um 801 we just sort of there was a lot going on with the live stream so anything you've been watching in the past few months that's of worth that you'd like to bring up
0: oh man the last um, last a couple months I'm sure there is stuff I I know for a fact that there's been things that we've binged or things that we've done here recently but I will say here recently that we've watched um, or we are currently watching because I keep seeing a bunch of people talk about it as a show I believe it's on Netflix uh, Manifest um where it's like an airplane that goes missing for like 5 years I and think then I know it what like about. shows yeah. back up. We're only like halfway through the first season right now. Um it starts out really good. It's a really good show like what I've seen so far. Um I it's a it gets a little bit dry for me and so I'm having a hard time kind of keeping up with it, but from what I've been told, it never gets boring and it's definitely not boring. So like it it's keeping my interest, which is really good um it's sci-fi ish in a way kind of sci-fi suspense um i i like it i mean i would recommend it to other people and then Mm -hmm. recently for whatever reason i've been on a binge here's the nerd in me so we can do the nerd alert um i've been re-watching star trek voyager yeah so i have no idea what got that into me but i have just blown through the first three seasons of that in literally like two weeks. Like, it's like every night, if I can't fall asleep for whatever reason, I'm you like, Voyager, Voyager, Voyager. Like, I was playing uh, Call of Duty and I've gotten, <laughs> shout out to myself, three gold skins. So, uh, um, Sorry. there we go. <laughs> three gold. I'm almost got guns? my fourth. On what guns? Uh, the, uh, what AR, the AK 47, and the, um, uh, um, oh my god the um
1: the krig the farah the xm4 uh, the
0: the krig and i am almost done with the farah nice so that's uh i was doing that you and me were playing and stuff like that um then i know you were doing some other stuff i kept playing and then kind of the same thing happened to me where i was just like okay this is kind of getting a little bit like it's the same thing but that's why I, i put the motivation out there to like get the gold skin so i was like i just really want to get those eventually get diamond but I t- I'm taking a break, and so I've been just going through Star Trek Voyager, and Captain Janeway is the love of my life. So,
1: <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I've watched I think three episodes, maybe two episodes of Star Trek my entire life, and it was for when I was a lot more ambitious, or uh, for another podcast. Uh, I think it's called Nitpicking the Next Generation. I actually uh, listened
0: to them because of your podcast.
1: Yeah, and um, those guys are hilarious. If you're at all interested in so Star funny. Trek. Uh, they do uh, their episode, their podcast name has changed because they they're further along into the Star Trek television universe, whatever that is. Uh, But definitely give them a listen. I, I couldn't even tell you how to find my episodes, honestly. Um, I'm sure I plugged them at some point, but just overall, those guys are really funny over there. Um, Something what made me want to bring this question up, I think me and Marissa have been doing a lot of uh leading up to a pregnancy we did arrested development which is one of the funniest fucking shows ever so good we've been doing a lot of it's always sunny in philadelphia which i think they have more hits than misses but those hits are so good some episodes i feel like just fall flat but almost every episode has one hilarious moment but the good episodes like shine every all the bad episodes you know like i'll watch four bad episodes for the one good episode
0: always yeah, sorry. Just always sunny. You, I, I I've told you from the beginning. Yeah, that yeah. is top top three one of my all time favorite favorite shows of all time. Frank Reynolds is literally my favorite character <laughs> in all. And I'm not even of all TV history. I will always go back to probably Frank Reynolds. He is probably my favorite character in all of TV history. He's, so, yeah, yeah, he's
1: by far the best. Um, <laughs> and D, honestly, D D is. I think D's, D's the amazing. funniest. I think D's the funniest. Uh, Frank's right there though. Uh,
0: These the funniest. Frank's is just his character. It's just no, it's no, not yeah, that he's yeah. This, yeah. Anyway, it, sorry, I mean, he doesn't
1: ha- no, 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 no. He, I don't. I feel like Frank is not like he. I know <laughs> he's part of the main cast, but he's like not really. But I think anytime he does anything, he's usually what the funniest part of the episode is. He's There's just an episode, so
0: disgusting. Like I just want to take a beer and just start burger and be like. <laughs> There's
1: so, an episode where so he calls. Disgusting. He calls the priest. Uh, what's his name? Flick. No. What's the cricket? Name? Rickety cricket, he could call yeah. him a street rat because he's homeless, and yeah. that's all. That's all me and Marissa called each other for weeks. Like, get over <laughs> here, you street rat. Um, the main reason why I wanted to bring this up is, uh, did a little upgrading in my life. I got a huge, way too expensive, sixty-five inch LED whatever TV. I knew a nice. lot more about it at the time, but like, you know, fucking, I, I, I spent the big bucks on it, and. One of the first things I watched on it was Midsummer. Have you ever seen Midsummer?
0: No. Uh.
1: Midsummer was it was done by I think it's Ari Aster, the same guy who did Hereditary. You ever see Hereditary? Mm. Those. Oh my god! If you haven't seen them, you're you're in for such a fucking treat. It's like it's it's horror, which I think horror has not been done well in the past, you know, ten years or so. I, to me personally, I don't think much horror has been good. No, um, I actually
0: agree with you on that
1: but Hereditary is a fantastic movie. That will creep you the fuck out. Without that's not the doubt. South
0: Korean movie, right? No. Um, are you talking Was about um, Parasite? P- Parasite. Okay, that's Parasite. Sorry. Okay. Parasite
1: is not necessarily horror. There's – um. That's a very interesting movie, but no no. It's it's hereditary is like you probably may not want to watch it with the lights on. And it's not cheap, it's not cheap horror. It's fucking psychological. You'll be depressed okay. after watching that movie. But okay. this is the same guy who did uh Midsummer. And I saw Midsummer in theaters, and for weeks after I felt so uncomfortable, and I was like, God damn, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen because the way I describe it, because even like terrible movies it's like if i had fun or if it made me feel something mm-hmm. i i like thumbs up the, it could have been the stupidest fucking movie ever but if it made me feel something or i enjoyed watching it i give it a pass midsummer i don't even know how to describe the feeling it's it's trippy you have to you have to watch it all in one watching um you know what other movie does it to me 2001 uh space odyssey I don't know okay. what I feel after the movie is over, but I feel something. Midsummer, fucking sticks in my head, and it's not—it's horror, but it's like psychological horror, whatever. Okay. If you if you ever eventually watch it, let me know because. No, like, I will. I definitely will. It's fucking such a good movie. If if anyone out there has seen Midsummer and you liked it, like you know what I'm talking about and why I can't even like describe what it is. Um. Anyway, that's really what made me bring up this question and want, want to do these uh three three questions. But um, other than that, just stupid movies here and there. I, I can't say anything um, anything of note that it's. M-
0: Midsummer is the one though. It's like
1: fucking oh so good.
0: I did. You're binging up horror movies, and I actually did because it, it. I w- I was telling. Uh, I was hanging out with one of my friends this weekend and um he's really big into horror movies me and him we used to we were roommates for a long time we used to uh do like horror movie like nights together because um at the time the uh each of us was dating uh these different girls and they would never watch horror movies so it was just like man when, when you would get a night like it was just me and him hanging out we would watch horror movies like drink hang out and we would watch like two or three horror movies like in a night <clears throat> um That was oh man, what was like one of our favorite movies to this day. We still talk about it is if you've ever seen Event Horizon, like one of my all-time favorite like it's sci-fi and horror. Event horizon is so freaking amazing. It is really good. Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. But I was watching a horror movie recently that I can give a shout out to. Um, on myself you talking about like it's something different that you watch that made you feel uncomfortable and stuff so have you ever seen the movies um they were out for, like a while ago it was called wrong turn where it was like the like camp like they were like people like driving through like the wilderness or whatever and like their cars got broken down and there was like the um inbred cannibals and they were like living in the trees they were just like s- you remember like the early 2000 horror movies where everything was just like over the top graphic, like, you know, they would be like, like tearing people apart and stuff like that. Right. Um, there was what, uh, final destination. There was, um, the, the cannibals. It was, uh, John Carpenter remake movie, the cannibals in the, um, the desert in Nevada. and um, then there was wrong turn and stuff like that. So anyways, randomly, I found out that wrong turn, um, a another director made a new version of it in 2021 or 2020 it, One of that one of those i don't remember which what year i think it's 2021 though um 2021, i don't you're right 2021 okay so i think it's on the showtime app if i remember correctly so if you have the showtime app i think you can watch this because i want to say that's how i was able to do it um and so i randomly saw it and i was like this has got to be god awful I was like this has to be so bad because uh, th- they've made like 50,000 of these and I go to watch it it is a complete remake 100% remake of that sh- of the original movie but there's none of the like inbred cannibals I don't want to go into like a lot of details on it the the plot line and everything like that is so much different that to the point where I'm like halfway through it and I'm like holy fuck this is a really amazing <laughs> movie like it got my attention it's it is yeah. kind of scary but it's also what you're talking about the movie ends, and I'm like, I have like a lot of weird questions going on. Like,
1: that makes recommend- me want to see it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get around to seeing. It. You're right. It, all the other apps has it. Uh, looks like a paid or a premium subscription, but definitely it is on Showtime. Um, not that we're uh, shills for sh- Showtime, but definitely. No. Uh, if you I'm happen sh- to have it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'll look into that. Um, my second question. Okay. And not to sound weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I should have just said it, but it probably sounds – it sounded a lot less weird in my head. Your shower procedure. You get in the shower. Okay. What are you doing first? Your soap, your shampoo, your face wash?
0: Um. Well, I don't do face wash because I'm a Neanderthal. Um. Do you use soap on your head too? A, a, a bar no. of soap? Um, Irish I I sprinkle over. <laughs> I I'm I'm kind I am kind of weird on this. Um I I well I get wet and then I soap first. Soap down, wash all the way, and then I shampoo. I have a beard, so shampoo my hair, shampoo the beard. While I'm shampooing the beard, I also scrub my face and then I shower that off and yeah, that's about it.
1: I used to have the same procedure. Uh, I heard someone say once that if you do it that way, you're essentially letting all the dirty oils from your hair wash down on your body after you've already soaked your body. So I do the opposite. (laughs) I shampoo first. I let it all go on. Then I do soap and then face wash at the end. Yeah, but
0: then I have extra oils on the rest of my face. It's keeping me like (laughs) moisturized. That's how I've got these amazing, I don't know. (laughs) It's probably disgusting. (laughs)
1: And the third and final question was actually sent by a listener, and it was specifically directed towards you, Colton.
0: Oh. Um,
1: Okay. His name – hold on here. I'll get it. He messaged me on Instagram, Justin Juan Kenobi, or some iteration of that. I couldn't tell exactly, but he wanted me to ask you specifically uh, nine times seven.
0: Nine times, oh, what the fuck? Nine times seven. Oh my god, it's just because I'm so bad at math, <laughs> Nine, 18, dude. But I got the message, I laughed so hard. 50, 50, 50, 50, 70, 53. <laughs> Damn it, Justin. One Kenobi, I hate you.
1: You want to try again? <laughs>
0: Nine, 18, 27, 35. <laughs> See,
1: kids, this is why we tell you stay in school, because you don't want to be on a podcast reviewing a show that's eight years
0: old. (laughs) Common core son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) You have some smart ass from Instagram who wants to ask the host a question just to embarrass him. So he he had a follow up. Okay. Nine times seven.
0: (laughs) i added the follow up 63 i'm not you can see it i wasn't actually doing i was laughing but 63 i added the follow-up but he was so he messaged me like hey i was so excited
1: to hear you guys are back this is something and he was like oh yeah and colton too so i was like ha 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 thanks for listening. i really appreciate you he's like oh by the way ex colton with seven times nine. <laughs> i thought it was the funniest fucking message oh my god but then i threw in I was like oh my god i'm gonna ask him and i'm gonna throw in a I'm gonna throw in a kicker of I'll ask him seven times. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Oh uh,
1: god. Um, all right, assholes. <laughs> I can't wait till he listens to this. It's gonna. Be, I'll show you the message, dude. It's so. Funny.
0: That's so funny. No, no, like I'm literally Justin. I hope you don't ever fucking listen to this. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's actually really funny. <laughs>
1: um, I think we've tried this before, but I'll try to get if 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 you like um if you want to ask us something fucking super random cuz we, we you know for the most part we usually like talking about it um but definitely try to carve out a little bit of the beginning portion and again i always say if you if you think find this part fucking super boring just i put it i put the timestamps in the episode for that specific reason so you don't have to listen to us bullshit in the beginning yeah. um all right want to get into the episode Again, this episode...
0: Every silver lining.
1: So, Colton, there is something very... This episode, among all of the 96 episodes of the Dexter universe, has one specific key to it. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about?
0: No, I don't. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say, no, I don't. No. This episode, do you know who directed it? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't look that up.
1: The star of the Dexter TV show, Michael C. I was going to...
0: I would literally was going to say, is it Michael C. Hall? <laughs> God, damn it, I <laughs> God damn it, I should have just said. God damn it.
1: This episode has the, again, the only episode of the series where Michael C. Hall, obviously not only acts in it, but he also directed it. Um,
0: oh, really? I remember, What? No, so he he didn't he doesn't direct after this as far as we not including the new not include we cuz we don't know nothing about that uh, but we're assuming he doesn't cuz what's his name does like 10 episodes or something like that. Um but this was it. This was the only one? Really? I'm
1: 99% sure because I think there is way too much going on to do both for a whole season. Uh now I'm going to look at it cuz now you have me yeah, I so I can't I can't find it, but I only have him. You know what? I'm willing to be uh proven wrong, but I'm pretty I'm 99. Yeah, I I'm I'm 100% sure. This is the only episode he's directed. Okay. Um good episode. I, would ima- I mean I would I would imagine if you're on the Dexter set for at this point this would be 85 episodes and this is the 86th episode. You kind of like you know how the 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 wheels turn, you know? So like mm-hmm. um so I, I there was obviously it's interesting to see like what the main i mean let's all talk about like uh, something that probably doesn't get talked about enough is how much michael c hall holds this whole entire show together like he is oh you can you can say this was stupid you could say this plot line was stupid you could say so much stuff you can never say michael c hall, hall's acting was not up to par um so it was just it, th- th- so there was a there's a Showtime podcast with, uh Scott Reynolds did a few episodes with people, and they kind of review some of the episodes. Um, and Michael C. Hall was just saying how exhausting it was, where because he had to like, this is where I want the camera on this shot, and this is where this that, and then he'd have to like almost like we're doing right now, like we're we're doing a podcast with the with the thing, and then like I'd have to go on the other side and like do the podcast and then come back, and, like nope. you know, yeah. He said it was so exhausting, but then what what he said was pretty funny was it was so almost demoralizing have to go back into episode 803 where he's just the actor and someone else has to tell him what to do, you know?
0: Oh, uh, wow. Uh, yeah. I didn't sh-
1: think about that. I'm pretty sure Brian Cranston did the same thing with, um, breaking bad. I think he directed one episode. Um, but I mean, if you're, I mean, Dexter, I'm, I'm sorry, Michael C. Hall knows, knows the core of this, you know, he's, he was there, fucking filming for eighty-five episodes. Like he knows how this sh- this machine is run, you know. Yeah. So it's probably a little bit easier versus another actually proven director. But um, I wanted to bring that up because that this episode does hold that distinction above all all other episodes. Okay. Episode That's cool. title: Yes, yes. Uh, episode title: Every Silver Lining. Uh, do you know what the the quotes from or the 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 saying, the cliche?
0: Yeah, it's um, like the silver lining. I mean, and I'm probably going to get this wrong. The only reason I know this, I think there was like a movie called or TV show called Silver Linings or something like that, if I remember right. That sounds right. Um, isn't it? It's like a silver lining. It's like, it's like basically it's when you think something like really shitty is going on. And then the, you got to, there's like this underlying, like nice thing that's happening. You just don't realize it until it actually like shows itself. Essentially.
1: S- sort of. If, if, if I'm reading right off the internet, uh, the saying is every cloud has a silver lining. Yeah. Every cl- okay. Means- Every sad or unpleasant situation has a positive side to it. So I guess in the meaning, in terms of clouds and whatnot, it's just sort of like you know, after the clouds comes the sun. You know, after the the rain comes the rainbows. So I think in in particular this episode, songs over here. (laughs) That's our other podcast. Um, (laughs) I think so. In relation to this episode, you know, because I think it's the exact moment, right, where Vogel's like. Yeah, you're a psychopath and you're a serial killer, but like, there's a good to it, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get into the actual episode, but she's like, "You're nature's uh, evolution," which a little bit of a step too far. But the idea that Dexter only kills bad guys, quote unquote, is the silver lining. Like, yeah, it's probably fucked Dexter up <laughs> in the head, but. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, I mean, they say like, yeah, there's a lot of less people on the street because of Dexter's dark passenger, psychopath, anything. Um, All right.
0: Yeah, I think we're fine. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're we're fine. She's just staring at me. (laughs)
1: Are oh, you good? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah. We're fine. Oh, oh yeah. Time. Sorry. 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 No, yeah, I'm, we're, we're fine. Right. Uh, so our episode starts out with we see sort of Harry Morgan back in. <clears throat> God, I should have looked at what, what year this was. But Dexter's 10. And, you know, last episode we left off, we didn't really know who this Evelyn Vogel was. And it turns mm-hmm. out. She was the creator of the code, so to say. She was the the brains behind it. And if you want, I have it in Harry my notes. That she's the
0: she's the architect behind Dexter. Sure, I that's mean she I, is. That's how I have it.
1: And we always had Harry as it, uh-huh. but now now we're adding another layer. Where actually, this person was behind it the entire time. Um, I guess right off the bat, I want to say like, I feel like if you're going to introduce this plot, I think that did they they did the best they could. Again, mm-hmm. it, it is really tough not talking about what we know in the next 10 episodes and trying to keep it specific to 802. Uh, I just kind of with the only thing and I, and I said this in the in our uh, 801 episode where I'm going to I'm going to try and be less negative and, and offer like what I think could have happened. I think and again, we'll, we'll talk about it later in this episode because she's like, oh, why did you want to talk about that? Psychopaths don't really have emotions. and something we always talk about where Dexter is becoming more human. He's a terrible narrator. So I think right. what would have been interesting if she showed up in season five or somewhere around there, right? And basically her and Vogel over time essentially fight, for lack of a better term, because Dexter's becoming more human and Vogel is kind of like arguing that uh, I thought you were this, but now you're this, you know? Um, that's like my little twist. I could have made it better. Yeah. Um. I- I go ahead.
0: No, I agree. I, I, um, what watching just where, 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 uh, with where we're at right now, this is definitely, and I, and I'm not trying, I'm really not trying to be negative. It's almost a wasted character to the point where like, to the point right now where I'm just like, why didn't we have this like later on? Like, I, I do kind of feel cheated where I'm just kind of like, okay, like we've been, we've been led to believe this whole time that Harry, um was the creator of the code and did all of this and now all of a sudden and which by the way everybody watching this if we're living in the moment this is episode two we know this is the last episode or the last season this isn't a surprise ending we know for a fact this is the last season yeah it kind of feels like a little like like you're being like cheated out because you're like well this could have been like i wish i kind of had known this like later on or <laughs> earlier than right this. right so And it's and it's no no disrespect to the director, to the writer, um, to the definitely to the actress. Um, You know, they're doing with what the best they could. You know, I think the right like you've said, I think the writers had good intentions in what they were doing. They were just kind of dealt a really shitty card. And that's
1: yeah. And, And they do like an interesting twist with it in terms of like Vogel's like, hey, I created you. Also, I need your help. You know, and Dexter's even like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I don't take requests."
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, was just, I don't do requests. That was actually pretty badass.
1: <laughs> but it's like, you know, I. I, I,
0: I I'm not Burger King bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so something I didn't even realize here: Do we want to continue at Vogel? Do we want to start with Deb?
0: Um, I, mean, I just want to talk
1: about the. Okay, you want to just continue on.
0: Yeah, I mean well since we're already talking about her, we might sure, as well. Sure.
1: Uh so again, I think we, we kinda talked about it already. Vogel's sort of the creator of the code and just sort of she's always she always was in the shadows, like literally, because Dexter and her have never met. Uh she kind of an- anoints herself as Dexter's spiritual mother. And sort of the <laughs> you're twist here my notes. What's that? Oh, <laughs>
0: Like, like legitimately, I just have that in my notes. It's like like not only is Jester calling the mom, she basically is his mom spiritually. That's right. literally in my notes. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the twist here is like, you know, she says she's come to Miami because she's getting these cerebral cortexes fucking scooped with a melon baller on her doorstep and she has no idea who it is. Um And what we kind of see happen over the course of the episode, it's sort of woven into the two stories of, like, Dexter's not on his A-game in terms of catching this guy, which, which you know, we'll talk about.
0: Um, Okay. Go ahead. So a note I have to bring up that is – it's coming with what you're saying right here. Um, So because Dexter's not on the A-game on catching this guy, we we know that she's – and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to nitpick because I could right now. Um, so she's in Miami. Like what you said, we've got this melon ball scooper out there. Um, she's she's worried a lot about who he is. Like she even says, like, I believe my life is in danger. It's potentially a, um, cu- a customer, a previous client, something like that of hers, right? Um, patient. Not going too much into it because we're only technically on episode two. This is as far as we know of. Do you think that she has a nagging suspicion of who the killer is? Shit. Good yeah. question.
1: Good question because I honestly don't remember how exactly this all I mean I know what happens but yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah. I can't remember the intricacies. So your question is does she know who it is
0: or have it like a suspicion like like that's my thing because I
1: th- I think she has a suspicion but I don't think she's oh see damn good question
0: <laughs> that's why I, I was <laughs> when think? I was what do you think I think she does I think that she has a very good suspicion of who the killer is I don't think she knows exactly but I think in her head and I'm kind of the same with you. I'm like, oh, wait, how do we find out exactly who the killer is? Um, but something about what she says to him when she's like, it may have been, she says something along the lines of, um, this may have been a patient or somebody I was close with. She says something along that line. And I was like, that's a really weird wording to say like a patient or somebody I was close with. Like, cause everybody that you're close with apparently may be potentially a melon baller to the brain. <laughs> um, Something is just a little off with what she said. I don't remember the exact wording, and by all means, um, uh, listeners of the show, write in and let me know if she doesn't say something like that, but there's something in the wording when they're in her house that makes me think that she has an idea, which, again, is kind of like, well, why aren't you telling Dexter, but then that could also be a reason why she's not telling Dexter, so...
1: So Having only episode one and two in our heads, the reason why, and I'm not, I'm honestly not, if I agreed with you, I would say I agree with you. And I know I was mm-hmm. grappling as I was answering. The reason why I'm going to say she doesn't know and doesn't even have a clue of where to start is because I think what she laid, what she lays out in this episode is that there's basically too much on the line for her to basically go to the police. Like she needs a vigilante like Dexter to get this done. Well, doesn't so, she
0: say she's done this before with Dexter? Like, she's put um, the code into other people. Doesn't she say something she along those lines? She says she's used
1: other methods, but she, methods. Dexter was oh, special. Okay, okay. Dexter was special in terms of creating the code, but no, th- there's Got no it. other people with the code. But okay, she does, okay. Dexter says, like, Why don't you go to the police? She's like, Well, essentially, if other people are found out and know I've done unorthodox methods before. I could index her like kind of finishes her sentence like yeah you'd probably be arrested. So all of that taken into account I'm going to say and the DI with what we think that they're trying to kill her I'm going to say she has no idea. Okay. All she has is the list of patients. Um Okay. That's just me thinking about it on the spot and it's a pretty it's a it's a good question that I it didn't even cross my mind. Okay. Uh, so part of that, as we're talking about it, uh, we got a cut scene of the next brain surgeon victim. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is we're going to see later in the episode that he was actually being filmed the whole time. Uh, mm-hmm. The song, the song makes an appearance, uh, make your own kind of music, which I think it's an entire episode title later. And we're going to have some significance to that song later in the season. But when I heard it, I was like, oh shit, this popped up a lot earlier than uh, I-, I originally remembered. Do you know what I'm talking about? The song, Mm-mm. uh, Make your own kind of music. Make your own
0: special song. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's
1: playing the first time
0: when he, the the bag is going over. Yes. Okay. 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 okay.
1: Yeah. So I'm just saying that, that we're gonna see that later in, in the season. Uh. So again, oh. uh, Dexter arrives at the crime scene, and kind of cool. It's like a skateboard park. Which I feel like I've never seen that in the, in the show, um, and it's the brain surgeon victim who we just saw uh, the, the the clip of, and this is the also the fucking brain that uh, uh, gets sent to Vogel. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we said before, Dexter was with Vogel, and you know he just straight up he's like, "How come I don't even remember you?" You know, um, this is sort of where, I mean, again, it's happened over the over the seasons, but. You know, Dexter's like, hey, when fucking Harry died, I could have really used someone to talk to. Like, why did you fucking still stay in the shadows? And if you see the way Vogel responds to that, where she's like, you know, you wanted to talk about it? And even Dexter's like, well, why is that so interesting? Like, what fucking normal human doesn't need an outlet after their fucking parent or a loved one dies? Um, <laughs> uh, but I think that's where, like, that, that's the Dexter... He says he's a psychopath. I have no emotions. I have no feelings. He Special. fucking loved Hannah. He loved Lila. He loved Lumen. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say love. He had. A, he definitely had emotions for them. Yes. Yes. Um. But yeah, like the idea that he wanted to talk about it, and it just wasn't like, oh, my dad died. Let me go keep k- killing people. Um. I think. I think that's sort of what sparked my idea of like if he would have showed up earlier, like in if she, if Vogel would have showed up in season five, it would have been a cool way that. You know as the seasons progress dexter is becoming more human and vogel would have not like been like hey this is not the way a psychopath is supposed to act you know mm-hmm. um and I, th- I think the emotions thing too is always a cop-out for dexter where he's like oh that, that's not my fault like i don't have emotions but clearly but you I know emotions <laughs> clearly like vogel if vogel was to reassess Vi- uh, victor reassess dexter <laughs> reassess Dexter in 2013 where they are. I think you'd see like he is a he's definitely a different monster than what he was. Um I guess the only person in the world who could tell us if they've ever shown it is Zach. Uh the the first crime scene that Harry's talking about, I wonder if that was shown in season one.
0: I want to say the earliest crime scene that I know about in the show and Zach will is going to destroy me because I'm probably wrong on this, but the one in, cause I thought this was his first kill for the longest time actually is when the dad is in the hospital and the nurse is poisoning him. And I always thought that that was his first kill because Harry was giving him more or less like that. I'm she's murdering me. Get her. Um, I think it that's, is. I think you're right. That. And I, I thought, I thought that was his first kill of all time. Um, just because of like the way that it was worded, I guess, and stuff like that. So, but obviously, I'm wrong because his first kill turns out to be it was. Um, you,
1: you are right; it is the nurse from season one. What okay. I'm talking about was when uh, Harry's talking about Dexter was ten years old and he brought him to the crime scene. Oh, oh, That's what I was talking oh, oh, about. Oh, oh,
0: I'm sorry about that. I, okay, I, can't rem- I
1: don't think that was ever pictured in the no, series. No, not that I know of. Um, but there is a crime scene they go to. But I think Dexter and Deb are, are much older. They're teenagers when he brings them by, because Dexter's even like, "What's going on? What's going on?" Um,
0: yeah, I kind of remember that.
1: But I, I don't think this not definitely not Dexter what uh, what when he was ten. Um. So after doing some you know detective work as Dexter does, uh, he figures out it's Lyle Sussman. Heads to his cabin. And, you know, there's other Miami Metro stuff going on where they are sort of a few steps behind Dexter, which is mm-hmm. sort of the formula at this point. Uh, Dexter heads to his cabin and he, we find out that it's not him. And, you know, Vogel and Dexter are sort of going back and forth in terms of, like, Vogel's like, I don't know who this is. And Dexter's like, this is the fucking killer. Like, I'm telling you, like, who, who, who would know better, you, the fucking therapist, or me, the serial killer who fucking tracks people? And we see that fucking Lyle Sussman's uh, hung in his cabin. So um, real quick, if you remember this at all, and I don't, but do you remember like back in 2013 being at all surprised that it wasn't him? No. Yeah, I don't remember it either. Um,
0: cool. I, it's say,
1: a, uh-huh.
0: I was going to say, uh, to be honest, like 2013 Colton, I want to say I I really thought Dr. Vogel was the brain surgeon. Sure. That That would have been
1: interesting to talk about back then. Uh, we know he's, she's not, but yeah, I, yeah. I could see that. Um, but uh, it's something else I want to bring up. This is a definitely a dark and eerie. This is a cool set, you know, for, for what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, the, the, the cabin in the woods and all that. And by the way, this Lake Nona. It's in fucking Orlando. This shit's three hours away. Four hours from, from Miami. This is not like oh, something really? Dexter could do like, you know. Uh in episode one, I actually meant to bring this up. In episode okay. one, that they all talk about what?
0: Is this gonna be like, well, Deb's out of town, she's in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, like <laughs> Dude, we're a half hour away from uh we're a half hour from Miami. If you, if you
1: consider a half hour out of town, like get out of here.
0: I yeah. only and to be fair, I only know that because I, 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 dude, I you, like, we, yeah
1: yeah we did yeah, the, I we did the drive for my bachelor party. If you consider Miami out of town to where you were, for it was close wedding.
0: enough. We took an Uber. Like it was yeah, like yeah. Uh, I'll pay. We, we could pay an Uber. It'll be okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's something. I, I that's something I, I like. I wish I was in the writers room to be like, you guys really think this is out of town? Anyways, <laughs> she's um, out of town.
0: She's all the way in Fort Lauderdale. So. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right uh so when <laughs> Dexter comes back to tell Vogel that it wasn't Sussman you know Vogel him and Vogel are sort of sparring in terms of like and it's such like a shitty move but I guess I, I know why Vogel's saying it where she's like well you know your type always needs to be in control and you always need to be right and it's like no 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 motherfucker I am right but <laughs> Dexter And what we see in this episode, and which which I think it's really well done, is like we see Dexter spinning out of control when he doesn't have Deb, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's like the only thing in his life. And we saw it last episode, and we're seeing it more this time. You know, he's quote unquote off his game. Um, Mm -hmm. I I just thought it was really cool how like Dexter is his whole shit's thrown off when when this thing is going on with Deb, Uh, and that's something that Vogel probably can't understand because of the emotional connection Dexter has with Deb, where she doesn't understand he has the uh, emotion you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah i i don't want to talk well i guess i could bring up the end of the episode here because we still have to talk about deb where i just love the idea where i mean dexter says it himself like i'm fucking frankenstein like you you, you talk about me like i'm a specimen and dexter is so i'm a piece of shit i fucking ruin everyone around me deb hates me you know he's grappling back and forth of whether or not he should try and help her i mean he does try help her but even deb you know we'll talk about it like stay the fuck out of my life my life is shit because of you and here where this is where you could really start spinning the wheels on is vogel the brain surgeon where she's like nope you're absolutely perfect the way you are you're fucking your nature's evolution you know and and He's never gotten the motherly hug like he gets from Vogel and the, at the end of this episode where mm-hmm. she just puts his arms around him like, no, no, you're perfect. Like, Dexter has never heard that, obviously from, obviously from like, right woman of interest, but not from a mother figure. And who else are mm-hmm. you going to hear that from besides a mother figure? Um, I just thought it was a really cool way to start spinning the wheels of, like, is this manipulation or not?
0: I actually and I have that in my notes the hug the hug at the very end whenever she's doing that the first time I watched this not, not I, okay not the very first time I don't remember what I thought the first time in 2013 uh, to Same. be honest I wouldn't have been surprised if I thought like oh my god are they gonna have a love interest in this like some kind of a weird <laughs> and, and I and I don't mean that like in like a weird thing like I, I could honestly see it maybe happening. But um, when I rewatched it, so I I binged this, like I said, a couple months ago, binged it all the way through, and then I try to watch each episode again um, one or two times to take notes and stuff like that. When I was watching it um, for, this, for this recording, one of the things I noticed and I was thinking about when I was doing it was it just – he's never won. He's never had um, – in the entire episode that I can think of, he's never had a motherly figure and the closest he's, he honestly that I can think of as ever having on something like this is actually Rita. Like whenever I was just going
1: to say Rita, I agree. Rita's
0: the closest he's ever had, but that was still a a romantic uh, relationship. This is a purely platonic um, type of thing. And so it was, it was weird, but it was a good weird. It was kind of like, this is uncomfortable a little bit, but I get why they're doing it like it, yeah it, i i don't know that's like the only thing i can say on it on it, it, it was strange but i i liked it like it was it was a good it was a good type of thing to have
1: yeah and it's like um i don't think it's exactly stockholm syndrome and that's not the the analogy i want to make but the idea of like debs out there making you feel like shit but mom is here to just tell you you're absolutely perfect and you're just the way you are meant to be in this world um Yeah, it's definitely a like a rubber band situation, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but this is like something where we kind of have to hold uh, everything we think about until we talk about it later. But if I put myself Mm -hmm. in the 2013 shoes, absolutely, she's manipulating him to keep him finding out who this person is. It's like that's a huge or, she, or, like, or that
0: she's the killer like that. That's that would have also been my thought process like, oh, she's doing this because she's the killer and she's wanting to throw him off or keep him away. I can guarantee you that's what I was probably thinking. Yeah.
1: The only reason why I wouldn't have I don't think I've ever thunk that is only because then that means there's someone else involved. She's not doing it by herself. You know, yeah, what I, I mean? thought it was her.
0: And, <laughs> I thought it was her and somebody else. But right, right. I thought the main, and, and the we, main and, culprit behind it was her.
1: And we see the video where we obviously we know there is someone else out there because we see, you know, then the guy picks up the camera and he's like, no, no, do it. And, and, you know, uh, held at gunpoint. So we do know there's another character. Clearly, it's not Lyle Sussman. Um,
0: Now that you're saying that, you know what? And this is kind of funny. We were talking about... This is probably going in too much on this. this I, I, wanted, I, I could almost see myself, and I'm wondering if that this was what I was thinking because you could see there's somebody else behind him, what you were saying. If this was more like a rip, if I was wondering if this was a rip-off of Saw in a way that Vogel was m- manipulating people to kill for her. Mm-hmm, I kind of mm-hmm. think maybe that's what I was thinking. I don't know. I mean, they, Getting they it, set that's, it up. That's how long ago? That's like almost... Tw- yeah, so... Who knows I mean, when twenty thirteen? They, they set it up perfect
1: where, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they set it up perfect where there's someone holding the camera and it's like, "Well, how did this get here?" Well, yeah, maybe I did it, um, and definitely the way where she's like, "I think someone's in my house, Dexter. Wait for me." Like, yeah, it, it's all it's all there if if you want it to be. Uh, anything else on Vogel before we move on to Deborah Morgan? Nope. So the Deborah Morgan plot this episode. Um, Damn, she gets the shit kicked out of her uh, to sort of set up <laughs> where she is. God. Deb, uh, we see her at Elway's office, and she's sort of recapping what happened. Um, you know, they're sort of going over what exactly happened, and she to talk about. Go ahead. I just
0: have to put this in here because this is going to come up for my notes later on, and I remember this. Drinking a fancy drink. Remember this. That's okay. all I'm going to say. Just remember <laughs> this. That's all I'm putting out there.
1: (laughs) Uh, Sort of to set up what happens is Deb is going over what happened with Elway. They go to Briggs' house to find out where the storage container is, where the Mm -hmm. jewelry is that uh, Briggs had that he was going to fucking sell to El Sapo, the big toad. And uh, sort of let let me comment this because I I am trying to get Marissa on an episode, but she is watching it with me where she wasn't watching any of Dexter with me. She brought it Very up, cool. and and she had a point. And she was like, when the second episode started, she was like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Deb's going to go to the storage container. El Sapo's going to be there. Probably going to beat her up. And I, I was kind of like, did you watch this before? But being that we saw El Sapo tail Deb, like, so we kind of did know something. There was going to be an altercation, you know? Yeah. But when he showed, so Deb is at the storage container and she finds the jewelry if you take the television aspect reality out of it he kills her right because he's fucking kicking her ribs and shit like that is brutal what el sapo does to deb
0: he's a hitman. why doesn't he kill her
1: oh i think he's i think he clearly says you're lucky i
0: don't you're lucky i'm not getting paid to kill you I think that's that's a cop out TV moment. Like that, that's my opinion at least. I mean that's all that that is. But um sure, I mean if we had more story on El
1: Seppo then maybe He's but the toad. <laughs> if we had the toad um I, I sure I, I was thinking the more the, the more the TV moment is this guy's kicking do you know like in any form of media you see if someone is on the floor and you kick them in all your might In their fucking chest plate area, you're damaging organs. Yeah, you're having crazy, crazy damage to your infrastructure, and the way, the way, I don't know, just the way he's kicked. It's to me, it was a little bit more brutal when you see violence towards women, and this is not a a violence against woman thing. I'm just saying, like Deborah has a smaller frame, so Mm -hmm. when he's fucking getting, when she's getting fucking kicked by El Sapo. In my head, I was like, "That's broken bones. That's a broken rib cage." You know, but whatever. That's that's getting <laughs> far yeah. into the other side of it. Um, so, what we come to find out later, after this altercation, and it's not shown on screen till much later, is that after she gets the shit kicked out of her, she fucking comes back out, shoots El Sapo enough to. Is that intentional? Where she just starts shooting like crazy to make it look like this was like a a crazy gun situation.
0: I think she's... I actually have it in my notes. I think she Uh snapped. Okay. I think she snapped. Sorry about that. Um, Because this is a moment... Okay. Deb has killed before. I, I, I... lagorda out of the equation that doesn't count in this situation deb has killed before okay in, in the line of duty not not yes. for not yeah. for funsies or anything like that right but in the line of duty unfortunately she's had to pull her firearm and she's had to kill right so <laughs>
1: i'm only laughing because you said not for funsies <laughs> not for funsies okay
0: okay <laughs> Um, not that LaGuardia was obviously funsies because it <laughs> definitely was not. So, um, <laughs> but she has, she has had to use her firearm before because like, what was it? That was what got her promoted was the, um, uh, the, the shooting uh, the, of the, 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 the restaurant the guy. Night guy and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, the no. No, night no. Club were, no remember there was the nightclub. Her and Quinn were in the nightclub.
1: Oh, uh, it, it was dinner. It was dinner because they were getting proposed. She was, De- Quinn was going to propose to her yeah. and that was one of the line cooks.
0: That's right. Yeah,
1: so, you're confusing the nightclub with season five, and they all get dressed up and do the thing. I think okay, that's what you're doing
0: so. She knows she under pressure. She knows how to use her firearm. That's been established. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and she has, like I said, she has killed. Right. So I, th- but I think what happened with this situation is she was one beat the fuck up. Okay, and two she didn't kill him because my life is in danger anymore. Because as you even said, um, he said to her, well, you're, uh, I'm not getting paid to do this. Right. Even if that, like, cause I didn't realize, I guess in my head that he had said that and stuff like that, but um he's leaving. He's not going to kill her. Like had he wanted to kill her, he already would have. She's literally killing him at that point because she's just tired. Like she's tired of getting the shit knocked out of her. She's tired of, of being you know the scapegoat for dexter she's tired of living with the subconscious of um killing lagorda that i think that everything is coming in and she's just like "Fuck this and she goes and it's just pure raw emotion that she's shooting and so it's just all over the place like that's all that it is it's not trained trained no police shooting
1: it's yeah and, again, we, we, we've seen she's been taking all these drugs and she fucking just goes that, home and sleeps too. it off. So, like, no, no, like, to your point, like, yeah, she's not shooting, like, a trained fucking policeman. She's sh- shooting, like, a fucking off the hinges, depressed, whatever, anything other thing you want to mm-hmm. add to it. And you know Deb is crazy because her hair is crimped. <laughs> it's, like, crimped. So you know she's nuts. <laughs> I love that, that stupid little touch, but it's funny. Something here that I heard and i watched this a second time where i picked it up in the beginning we also get the origin of the blood slide when harry is talking with vogel he's like you know on the way home i fucking found dexter took a piece of glass with the blood in it
0: you know i didn't catch that till the third time watching this oh about the blood slides Uh uh-huh yeah i didn't i didn't catch that until literally i was taking notes today on it I watched it 2013, didn't catch it that I can think of. Ben's watched it, then watching it today, did not get it.
1: But what I picked up this time is Dexter does that same exact thing for Deb here. Remember when they're all at the crime scene and he's looking at the glass and he's like, wait, there's blood here. I think I, said, killer's I, catch that? I still have not yeah. caught that I got to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's different from a blood slide because a blood slide is rectangular and it's pre cut yeah, yeah. and it's you could fucking buy it. What it sounds like Harry described is there's, there was blood on the floor. And again, even Dexter says, like, you know, Dexter was looking at it like it was a, a painting. And he's like, Dexter was like, and as he does the inner monologue, like, yeah, I did think it was a painting and I wanted to be the artist. Mm-hmm. So he mentions how he took a piece of glass with blood on it home and that kind of scared Harry. Dexter at the crime scene after they all get to El Sapo's body. He's like looking around and he notices blood and, you know, he's he's doing the thing where he sees where the killer could have shot from. Yeah. But he sees the piece of blood and he takes it. Uh, So I was just like, oh, shit, you're talking about two instances. You know, is that like the 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 origin of the blood slide and like what it's what it's come to? Actually, you know what? I just figured it out on the spot. You're talking about the origin of the blood slide and the code and what it's done to Dexter's life has all the way transformed into Dexter has to save Deborah's life. Hmm. from fucking getting arrested for killing this El Sapo, saving her with the same piece of glass with blood on it. Uh, I like that because it's subtle. Oh shit, what?
0: Deb killed the people that Harry took him to go look at the crime scene. (laughs) All right.
1: Sorry. (laughs) We are the fucking solvers of the Dexter universe right here, guys.
0: (laughs) Murder, she wrote. Uh, Sorry.
1: (laughs) At the same time that Dexter realizes Deb shot El Sapo, uh, Deb comes into Miami Metro to sort of uh, talk about with Quinn. Actually, you know what? I want to get this out of the way now because it Mm -hmm. is a moment and it is sort of our um, uh, YouTube video background. Uh, so again, we j- just um, uh, weekly mention that Qu- uh, Quinn and Jamie are now dating, and you know, she comes. Wait, what? What do you got?
0: Sorry, I just, gonna- just because just because I know that this is more than likely where this is going, and I just want to be verification on my notes. I could care less about Quinn and Deb and Jamie. Shut the fuck up, okay? Just so we can be clear, that's in my notes right here, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's where you're going, but I have a feeling that's kind of where you're going.
1: I'm not. There was something funny I picked oh, up on. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. sorry. But, but, but to your point, and again, I don't think Amy Garcia's character arc over the final three seasons that she's in, I don't think I gave her shit to do. And I think this season, holy fuck, we're going to talk about what they try to do in a Masuka this season. Fuck. Mm-hmm. But what they do with her, <laughs> no. all, they, all they made, all they've turned Jamie, the character, into is just a typical whiny woman, which, mm-hmm. like, she's not. Like, I could just tell – I mean, you know what? Let me take this back. That is such a poor thing to do to a actress. Like, she could have been so much – so many other things, especially as, like, Harrison's nanny and whatnot, like – it's kind of shitty that she just turns into this whiny thing. So when you're saying, like, shut the fuck up, it's like, yeah, because they make her – all she does is complain. She is a obnoxious girlfriend where, to be fair, if every time you met up with your girlfriend and, and all she was doing was checking on her ex-boyfriend <sighs> – You'd probably be the same fucking way.
0: But like, let's give her a little why bit more. Do, to why work aren't you why aren't you, Sergeant? Yeah. Why aren't you doing this? We need to do this. You need to do we've been dating for three months. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, and and it's like you said it's nothing against the actress because this yeah. is a that is yeah, a nitpick. Is I am gonna yeah. do to the max on this. They didn't know what to do with her character, but they didn't want to write her out for whatever reason. I would rather them write her out at this point because now you're taking this character and you're making her shitty. When yeah. she wasn't she yeah. wasn't a shitty character to begin with so
1: she I mean she she was the closest person to Dexter outside of Deb like there's so much you can do with that but whatever that's for a later episode that's fair the fair only thing the only thing I wanted to talk about was and again it's our backdrop for this episode on YouTube again check us out on YouTube uh, just the way that batista is watching telenovelas at home i just think it's the funniest thing you don't remember when See, I she didn't even catch it.
0: i didn't catch it so what do you think Damn this it. scene is from when he's watching the uh, oh wait I, 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 I think i think in the background i didn't really notice it yeah
1: and so, it, it's a it's a guy and a girl yelling at each other in spanish and then i think very scarily, the guy slaps the girl, but I think she has like a gun pointed at his head, or vice versa. But they're arguing it's a telenovela. Uh, and if you don't know, and the no, telenovelas, know about telenovelas I'm are talking to, right, yeah. And I, I just want to explain it in case you don't. It's those very oh, soapy, dramatic, span. If you ever watched... there's a great episode on Modern Family where at the end of the episode, 17 different people end up being the father of this child, and the mother can't go because the nun Who's there to pray for the family was actually the wants to take the baby and turns out she's this like super sexy nurse. Everyone is good looking on a telenovela. It's very dramatic. Everyone's, they it uh, the Spanish version with dramatized accent of Days of Our Lives. I guess is a yes. great way I could put it. Um, and it's just funny that that's what Batista is watching because then even they replicate it because. And I think it's the only time on the show she speaks Spanish. She runs. She walks out of the scene, yelling at Batista for butting into their relationship. So I, I think that there was, there was like the the kind of connection that it's also like a telenovela. And like, listen, if you took away all the killing and everything, the Batista Quinn and Jamie. Triangle that is a telenovela, like the brother is the. It the, is, <laughs> and he's telling him that he's got to be a detective, and he can't be a detective if he wants to date his daughter. Right now
0: you're right; it actually is. <laughs> oh my so god! So I, I,
1: I thought that whole little, I thought it was a cool little thing, which I wonder if you have to give a little bit of a nod to Michael C. Hall for doing that because you get, you know, everything we're talking about. This is all under the Michael C. Hall director directorial oh, yeah. lens. Um, whew, regardless. <laughs> Uh, So Deb has this panic attack when she's sort of being interviewed uh, from Quinn about Mm -hmm. El Sapo. Um, They go back into this hallway, which I loved from season seven. If you remember, there was the episode. Yeah, the alley. Uh, I forget what episode it was. Uh, Buck the system. No, I think it was run where they're fighting in that hallway. You know, Deb is like, I need you to trust me. We can change who you are. Mm And then finally, at the end of the episode, Dexter's at the beach, you know, so we have this like super Mm -hmm. tight, congested, claustrophobic uh, uh, alleyway that they're fighting in at the end. And I'm talking about season seven at the end. It's the beach and Dexter's now free and in the clear. I love that they come back here because it's it's solely on Dexter of how shitty this situation is and how he tries to fix it. Uh, I didn't clip it because I just sort of forgot. I fucking love when Dexter's like, and I, this is such a shitty thing to do when Dexter's like, well, what if I wasn't there to save uh to help you with the gun? And Deb, like Eddie, I and mean, then this is where I think seasons pass. I would have been so mad at them because Deb has the perfect response. Like, do you really want to fucking play the what if game? Because I'll fucking win every time. And she goes deep. Well, what if fucking Harry never picked you up from that storage container? That's like, that's like, you should have been shishmoreded. I don't even want to say the
0: word. Correctly. No, 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 no. I, I actually have that in my notes because of what's going to happen. Do you mind if I I, I carry on to this? Like oh, What's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So from the alleyway, we we find out that um, that you know she's she's obviously guilty of the murder of the toad. Hold on. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> she's obviously guilty of the murder of the toad, right? So um <clears throat> anyways <laughs> dexter's role now his job in this is to protect her okay so he goes into the break room or uh, sorry the evidence room to uh sw- switch out the guns okay i was like this is so amazing because they have completely switched roles at this point now because D- D- dexter didn't kill shit dexter did not kill a single person right Let me double check on my head. You didn't even think he didn't kill anybody this entire episode. She has killed somebody that she didn't have any right to kill. Technically, technically. Yes, he beat the shit out of her and all that legality wise, blah, blah, blah. Right. She didn't have to kill him. Okay, so they've completely switched roles at this point. Now, this is something that Dexter would have done to protect himself. And he makes mention of that in his narration. Um But it's awesome to see this because she's putting this guilt trip on him. And that's the least amount that Dexter can do to help her. Okay. Because there's a thousand things that this chick could have done. And I say this chick, Deb, could have done this entire show to take him down. The least he can do is switch out some guns. Like I'm being serious. The least he can do is do that. Yeah. So, like that just blew my mind how they how well they did that. I I didn't even catch that,
1: that. That's a good catch.
0: I love that. That was like yeah, one of my yeah. favorite parts of this whole episode.
1: And like, and yeah, like, and like the what if game, Deb's fucking right. Cause she could have fucking like, I, I almost wished like, well, what if our fucking roles were reversed? That would have been a little too on the nose where someone like yeah. me didn't, didn't catch that. But yeah, that, that's a, that's a really good way of, uh, yeah. Spinning, changing the Dexter, uh, what do you call that? The trope. Where Dexter's mm-hmm. always the one doing that, whatever, and Deb's always the one. Like, yeah, n- now you flip it on its head and it's a little bit more erratic. Because he even
0: says something along the lines like 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 I don't like the way this feels, or he says something um, and like when he's taking the he's switching out the guns. I don't remember what it is. He I'll says n-
1: I'll never get used to doing this for Deb.
0: That's what it is. Yes. Yeah, like no matter
1: how many times I come in this evidence room, I do it for me, I'll never get used to doing it for Deb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and the, the way and uh, the only other note i had oh and then there's th- something i wanted to bring up because i don't want to say i was ever in this position because my sister didn't kill someone or whatever but i, I don't want to get too into it but like i've had this moment in my life but deb uh batista mentions that they're all going to papa's for drinks and deb pulls up and she just watches everyone and she's like legit like she's shell-shocked right like she can't even go Mm -hmm. out there to like whatever and just seeing her like stare at Quinn and then Quinn starts to look at her and like she she clearly doesn't want to have the conversation of like well what's wrong why are you sitting in your car but I felt so legitimately sad for the Deb character where she was just like just the idea of like you have to sit in your car and watch everyone else have enjoy their life and you're just stuck in like what she calls herself when she tells Dexter like this shithole that's my life um in my head to me emotionally how down they've brought her character and we're gonna Mm -hmm. see how what how far this goes with deb um to me that was like a real impactful moment for me i was just like fuck that sucks so bad for deb like that really is shitty everything she's going through Mm -hmm. um and then the one I think I think this is Dexter's voiceover, but it's a perfect way to encapsulate the episode. Uh, Deb doesn't want my help, and Vogel's demanding it. It's like a perfect, you know, capsule for this episode. Uh, that's all 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 my notes for the episode. You you have anything else on here? Nope. Yep. Uh, is the next week's episode what's eating Dexter Morgan or what's eating Dexter? What's eating Dexter um, Morgan? Okay, uh, I think this is a fun episode next week. I'm not 100 percent sure. I think we get the funniest face from Michael C. Hall ever. <laughs> if you know, if you remember what's no, about, no. Uh, when he opens the freezer, let's all keep that in mind. If you're if you're joining us in a rewatch, um, towards the end, we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, I guess we are planning to do a live stream oh, from here okay. on out. Yeah, I'm of episode three whether it's thursday friday saturday sunday we'll Mm -hmm. we'll throw out links ahead of time uh probably i can't do friday so probably thursday saturday or sunday but we'll we'll figure it out and join us for the live stream because a lot of these stuff we could have probably uh vibed off the chat yes you know gotten some answers or or anything uh once again definitely um throw us some reviews on itunes just to help us Mm -hmm. I think the goal of that is if when people type Dexter, we're the first one that shows up, the more reviews that come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're always trying to grow this little community. So definitely if you can. And Colton, we have to start talking offline about how to do this uh, movie voting thing because I I have to remember to do it too.
0: Yes. Yeah, we definitely need to do that again. um, Just a reminder of what's going to happen. We're going to post it. So it's not like you need to email it in. We'll probably do more than likely a simple straight up post post on the 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 actual facebook page where it'll be like you just pick one or the other and then that's all that's the only choices where uh, we're going to do a special episode where uh, we'll do a review of either mr brooks or um, american psycho because those two movies me and uh, victor were talking i'm sorry me and victor were talking offline and those two movies we would consider representing um Dexter more than any other movies. We tried to yeah. add in a third and we just couldn't quite figure out like where sure, a third sure one goes. Two. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, we couldn't figure out the third. And so we 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 stuck with those two because those two there's obvious content uh, i can i cannot continuity right continuity uh between the two of them um so uh well three when when you include dexter and stuff like that but they sure. do a really good job so it would fit in perfect with this show and it would be a fun yeah. little change up just something a little bit different a little refresher if you will so yeah. uh when we get that up we'll have the voting going for a couple of days we'll get that figured out um but um yeah yep And with
1: that being said, we will talk to you next week to discuss episode 803, What's Eating Dexter
0: Morgan. And until then, we'll talk to you then. All right. Sounds good. Get that up. We'll have the voting going for a couple days. We'll get that figured out. Um, But, um, yeah. Yep.
1: And with that being said, we will talk to you next week to discuss episode 803, What's Eating Dexter Morgan.
0: And until then, we'll talk to you then. I'm All right, sounds sorry good I was gone but look I made you some content!